connector to anything, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so yeah, if you want to pull that mic up, and you two can share that mic while you while you guys chat, and then uh, uh, Naomi, you can sit there, and then we'll figure it out. You what? Oh, don't worry. This is so sweet that you guys are apologizing for your breath before you share a microphone. <laughs> I've probably had several thousand people in here over the years, and nobody has ever gone so far as to do that. But you will have to get up close to that mic to share that mic. All right. Let's get started out here, officially. I do this every time. There's either a big, long bunch of dead air before the interview starts, or it starts in the middle of a conversation. Is that you? <laughs> Social media. <laughs> All right. Uh, three people in the studio with me this morning, and um, Naomi Siegel is one of them, and uh, she is the uh, originator, the person behind... Lake Bottom Sound Series. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. You always have such interesting things to talk about and such interesting music to talk about. It's different than anybody else who ever comes in. Your background is such that you have a wide variety of musical influences. Yes. Jazz being probably, would you say your main? Yeah, well, yeah. I For I your own personal. I was trained as a jazz musician. Right. And, um, I do have that lens for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't just bring in jazz music by any stretch no. of the imagination. There's so much good music out there and there's, I mean, honestly, genre, the only useful thing about genre, in my opinion, is it gives us a language to talk about things. But in terms of the music itself, we're all so influenced by so many different kinds of music that it doesn't really serve what musicians are doing in any, you know, like we're all playing all kinds of stuff. I grew up listening to Nirvana and Bob Marley and, and JJ Johnson. Mm -hmm. How interesting. It's a great way to put it though. <laughs> and Gladys Knight. I gotta Gladys. give her a shot. She, she's do, my favorite. <laughs> I I am not a, a football fan. I watch one game a year, maybe, and that's the Super Bowl. Did you happen to see a video of her singing at the Super Bowl? Did opening? she sing at the she, Super Bowl? It was, well, it was in that Atlanta. would be the only reason I would watch well, that. That was, and, and it would, as it turned out, it was the only reason to watch that. But she sang um, "America the Beautiful" before the game, Aww. and she was beautiful, and her voice was beautiful. It was. I love her. I. My dad had this HBO special on <laughs> that he recorded on VHS that was Dionne Warwick, Gladys Knight, and Patti LaBelle, ah. and I just totally fell for Gladys Knight and the way she was so expressive, and, and, and honestly, that's that's a big reason why I stuck with trombone. Really? I, can, I can't sing like her, but I can be expressive right. behind my horn. <laughs> and don't forget the pips. <laughs> yeah, the pips. Don't forget the pips, because the yeah. pips were, I've, I've brought this up before, but there was a time when the pips appeared on some variety show without her yeah they got it going on yeah but the night her brother he's, yeah and her yeah. cousin yeah but but you know what they did they did background to midnight train in georgia with the dance and the woo woo yeah yeah with no lead singer <laughs> it was so cool it was so cool i'm gonna have uh, i'm gonna have you uh introduce uh, keys and arrows well let me take a run at it here kia hi how are you hey how you doing good uh now you you went through this and you said it's it's just phonetic Adib Zada. Adib Zade. So close, there are many close. ways a guy could approach this. Yeah, right. You know, Adib Zade. Adib Zade. Your dad is Persian. <laughs> My dad's Persian, yeah. And your dad uh, immigrated to the States in 79, right about the time that the revolution was starting. Correct. In, in Iran. 
which we also spent some time talking about. What was the name of the, the movie we were just talking about? Uh, it was called Persopolis. Persopolis. It was the animation, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and my wife had run across and we watched it. I highly recommend it's it. A great, it's a great movie. Did you learn anything, or did you, or did it just reinforce what you had learned from family stories? Um, it definitely was a different perspective of what other people had to go through um, after the revolution, or when you know that happened, the revolution right. happened, uh, when a bunch of people left Iran at the time and they came to Europe. Um, I know that specifically, like I was telling you, my my uncle, he was a general of, of the army at one time. And under so, the Shah. Under the Shah. And right. so... When those uh, Ayatollah winded up coming in and was doing the you know the beheading of all the the generals, he winded up moving out of Iran immediately and lived in Italy for good like lots of folks went to five, Europe, six yeah, years France and Italy until my dad winded up bringing him and the family and all of them. And then the and then that was in California. What town in California? Say that one time. What what town in California? Did uh, this was over in San Fernando Valley. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, and you know that is not the only interesting story. How did you end up in Montana? Oh, that, that is a <laughs> that's an interesting story. Uh, well, I was uh, I was living in Long Beach for a long time. I was uh, working as a studio musician over there, and playing keyboards. Playing keyboards. Uh, I was writing songs for like different artists and you know singer songwriters for um, a studio called ED, EDRC. And um, pretty much, um, I kind of came to this, like everything was falling apart. You know, me and my, my me and my girlfriend broke up. My car winded up getting totaled. You know, between relationships and cars, <laughs> that's how a lot of us got here to yeah, Montana. Right. My know? dog died. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and I, I kind of came to this point where I was, I was doing music, but I wasn't like in it a hundred percent. Um, I was I was deciding to go into the military, actually, go into the Navy. How old are you? Um, I'm 31. Okay. And so I was going to join the um, the Navy, do music in the Navy, just be a Navy musician. Right. Travel and do music. And then my friend um, that I met from college, he was like, I'm moving to Montana and you and should you come said, out. And said, where's that? I, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, <"Wait>, Montucky? <laughs> and he's like, come out to Montana, Missoula, let's do music together. And I, I just took a whim of it and I told him, if I'm coming out, that's, still, that's all I want to do is music. And right. So, um, I don't want to be a slash, slash, slash. I want to make my living doing it. And have you been able to make your living doing it so um, far? It, it, took me, it took me about a, a year or so okay. for me to be able to propel myself to be doing this full time. Okay. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Nice of you to come in. Let's meet your musical partner here, Amelia Riley Thornton. Hello. I nailed that one, didn't I? Yes, you did. <laughs> I nailed that one. Um, Amelia, you also have such a... Naomi, mean, you don't mind if we don't talk about Lake Bottom Sound Series for a while here, do you? <laughs> hey, this is about putting these musicians in, on a pedestal and introducing them to the community. And yes, well, let's do that then, yeah. because this this We're is really also, appreciative. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> this is this is also a really interesting story, and it has its roots in California. You yeah. were you were born and raised in LA until you were five. Until I was about yeah four and a half or so. Okay. Dad worked in Hollywood. And what did your dad do in Hollywood? Uh, he was a boom man so um, he did sound. The mic thing. Held the mic. Yeah, yeah he worked in sitcoms and uh, and and. Any film. famous sitcoms that you can think of that he worked oh, in? Oh gosh uh, he did Becker, Spin City, Boy Meets World. Uh, back in the day before I was born he did some films uh, The Border, 
Um, Postman Always Rings Twice. Some, and, some well-known uh, stuff. Honeysuckle Rose yeah. with Willie Nelson. So. Oh, now you're talking my yeah. language. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so he decided, uh, you told me a little while ago, that he wanted his kids to be raised away from screens. Yeah, he said that he worked in Hollywood in television so that we could afford to live somewhere where we didn't need television. Right. <laughs> and then he moved us to Montana, and I'm very grateful for that. Uh, my two sisters and I uh, got to be Montana girls and grow up fishing and camping and mountain climbing, all kinds of fun stuff. So. And I got into violin when we moved up here. Okay. I don't want to take too long because I realize that that we have, this is automatically recorded. And the other day, because I always get so long-winded on these things, <laughs> the other day the interview ran out because it only records for so long. I don't want that to happen because I want to make sure we get the music. But yeah. tell me about your violin. It's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. So um, the violin that I'll be playing this weekend at the show um, at the Roxy uh, this is a Yamaha YEV-105. It came out in 2016. Um, it's it an was, electric it's violin. It's an electric violin. There's no uh, hollow body to it, so there's no resonating body. It has to be fully electric, plugged into an amplifier. Um, but it just has a very smooth sound. It's it's made of five different types of wood. So even though it is electric, it's natural. It's quite beautiful, yeah. <laughs> and so it, I think the sound actually reflects that. It has a really resonant natural sound, even though there is no and violin you there. you went to this electric Yamaha because... Well, I was playing a show on my nice, nice classical violin. I think it was worth like almost $10,000 at the time. It is not worth that anymore because the <laughs> microphone came down and smashed on the top oh, of it and cracked oh. it and caused a whole repair to have to happen. Did, so. you, did you say bad words when that happened? Uh, yeah. Being was, a Kalispell was, girl? My heart, <laughs> my heart crumbled. <laughs> uh, so I, I decided that it was time to keep that one separate for the orchestras that right. I perform in. Because I play with Glacier Symphony. Classic, and, yeah. Yeah. And so this instrument uh, costs about $650, which in violin world is cheap, cheap, right. cheap. So this right. is very affordable if you want to get, get into a electric yeah okay all right naomi tell me about this show coming up here all right so the lake bottom sound series is she's proud. got her notes you guys look at how professional <laughs> she is here we are proud to be presenting lead to sea and keys and arrows at the Roxy Theater on Saturday, March 9th. That's in two days. That's just around the corner here. Um, doors Weather's are still going to just be lousy. You might as well go into the Roxy and hear some fine music. <laughs> yep, we'll, we'll get cozy in the Roxy. Mm. Doors are at 7. Music is at 7.30. And more information and tickets are available at lakebottomsound.org and also at Ear Candy Music. And this show would not be possible without the support of our sponsors like Clyde Coffee, Wave and Circuit, Bathing Beauties Beads, The Trail 1033, Yay. <laughs> Good Food Store, The Roxy, KBGA, Zins Designs, Ninja Mikes, and Westridge Creative. Keeping it in the family there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, briefly, tell us about uh, Lead to Sea. 
led to see is the project of I don't know if we have time, but I brought her CD in. You know, I will. You know what I will do is is uh, this week I've been featuring music coming to the area when it gets warm. It'll be warm in the Roxy. How about if I include that on the trifecta <laughs> that tomorrow? That sounds great. Okay. Um, it's the project of Alex Guy, who is a violin violist from Seattle. She also sings and plays keyboards, and um, she does a lot of looping. So she does have a full band, but she's coming as a soloist okay. um, to Missoula, and so she'll be doing a lot of looping, improvising, singing. She she plays effects with her. I'm not sure if she's bringing viola or violin. We'll see what happens, but. Um, She's amazing. She's actually on my last album. I, I'm a little, I remember you talking about little her bias towards her, but she collaborates with so many people. Um, everybody from experimental jazz musicians to, I don't know if you know, Laura Veers, a really great songwriter, singer from Portland, and then also Sarah Cahoon, another singer-songwriter who's on Sub Pop from mm-hmm. Seattle. Um, so she's she's awesome. And, okay. and we're doing a string-themed show because... Um, this weekend is also the nearly spring string festival that um, Amelia's helping with and Jessica Catron is putting on of Grow Music Missoula. So there's going to be a whole bunch of workshops and master classes for string players. And I get to teach an uh, improvisation workshop to some string oh, players cool. this weekend. So, All right. Yeah. Website for Lake Bottom. Lakebottomsound.org. And for, uh, for the uh, uh, string series? Where's the, where's the best Grow place? Grow Music Missoula. Okay. Let's get to this so we don't run out of time. Keys and Arrows is uh, Kia and Amelia. Um, Amelia, how would you describe the music? Wow. That's a really good question. <laughs> don't worry about it. Let's well, play it. Well, I would say that we are an electric, an electric duo. Good enough. With violin and keys. Let's, let's, not, so. let's not fancy in any more than that. Exactly. Um, do you need these mics to change around at all? Or is, uh, okay, look at, Na- look at Naomi. Just take charge of this. Can I put that down in front of there? Do you want to put that one anywhere? Do you want me to move this one anywhere? How's it sound to you? You know, the best thing is if we can have one mic on the violin and one mic on the uh, so should I move this amp over here yeah bring it over just a little bit because then I can I can this isn't exactly a, a great mixing board setup but we can make it we can make it such then I can can control the volume a little all right all right Kia what are you what are you gonna play for us by the way Kia is now that you have the microphone way down on the floor down there um so the song <laughs> that we're gonna be playing is called song in a Okay, good enough. All right, let me do the introduction. You guys ready? Yeah. Okay. Are you ready, Mila? Because you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put that up to your head up there. You probably already knew that, didn't you? All right. Let's do an introduction here. They are part of uh, this weekend's show at the Lake Bottom Sound Series. They're on the trail 103.3. It's Keys and Arrows on the trail 103.3.
That was magnificent. Why, thank you. That was, Go ahead and pull that mic up there. We've got to wrap this up or the recording's going to shut off. Kia, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to meet you. Thanks You're for very coming welcome. in. You as well. Was that original, by the way? It was. Correct. Okay. Amelia, thank you so much. Yeah, it was wonderful to be here. It was beautiful. And of course, Naomi, as always, that was terrific. Yes, my pleasure. LakeBottomSound.org. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. LakeBottomSound.org. LakeBottomSound.org. Hope to see you on Saturday. <sighs> Lovely. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Mm -hmm. We're the trail.